You okay there? Mm-hmm. What? I asked if you were okay. Oh, yeah. Peachy. Why? Because you were asleep, Jonas. Or was I? You were. Or was I? Really? I was just resting a few of my eyes. Only the ones facing you. Jonas, I had to set up a mirror on the other side of you because you kept using that excuse. They were all closed. Are you feeling well rested now? Yeah. Ship shape. Hopefully better shape than this ship. Okay, because it keeps both of us out of trouble, you weren't sleeping right there. I mean, listen, I know what it's like to finally get a chair after you've been standing for a year. Just don't get too comfortable or we have to take it away. Who's we? Me. But I'd get in trouble with somebody else if I didn't. And I don't want to figure out who I'd get in trouble with. Please. Just do what the rest of us do and put a couple pushpins into the seat so you can stay awake. Do we have pushpins here? You'll have to find your own. The company doesn't provide them anymore because they don't want to get sued for all the pushpins in our seats. I'll get right on that. I look forward to the quiet yelping. Jonas? Jonas, eye contact here. Look at me with all those eyes. Quiet yelping. Jonas. Jonas. Really? Wake up. I am awake. You are now. You were not. I was always awake. Is that... Jonas, you're getting that milky, gunky buildup in your gills. You are clearly not getting enough sleep in your off hours. Why not? It's a new lotion. Gill lotion? Yes. Okay, that would be poison. So are you getting scammed into buying poison again, or are you not getting enough sleep? When you put it like that, I don't want to choose anymore. Which is it? Well, I'm sleeping in my off hours. Okay, then you either need to get better sleep, or you need to stop buying poisons from anybody on the ship. And since either of those could be true for you, please do both, okay? I wasn't even asleep today. I don't care, Jonas. Just clean out your gills. Just clean out your gills, Jonas. Ignoring that. 
And if I find that milky gunk on any of my special pens again, I will sacrifice all of my pushpins to keep your eye permanently open. All of my eyes? 40 pushpins, one eye. Okay, Jonas, I'm going to assume that you're having a respiratory infection and, and that you are not, in fact, in a deep sleep right now. I'm certainly not going to turn around and check, because if I turn around and check, I will be liable for your behavior as your direct superior. I will not check, because I can tell from the sound that you're making that you are dealing with a pretty serious upper respiratory infection. This sudden disease is preventing you from giving a verbal response. Not to mention, if you were asleep, that would be the third time today and the eighth time this week. And I refuse to believe that you would actually be this big of a jerk. If you were asleep and I woke you up, I would just have to listen to you fall asleep again. I know for a fact, Jonas, that you sing lullabies to yourself to fall asleep. And I can't deal with that right now because I ran out of pills last night. Did you know that, Jonas? Also, on the topic of sleep, I have not slept since the night before that due to the anxiety I felt because I was running out of anxiety repressors. I have blinked eight times total since then. My prescription does not refill until two full shifts from now, on the only day this cycle that the pharmacy is closed. Did you know that, Jonas? <laughs> you did not. However, if you do happen to be asleep, which I doubt, you could get in a lot of trouble for that. Pills or not, I don't want that. Wake up, Jonas. No. What? Five more hours. Right now, Jonas. Why? Because you're on the office floor, you're using a chair as a blanket, and I'm worried about you. Huh? I'm worried about almost everything right now. And in the top 12 is that you are misusing both the floor and the chair. You're worried about me? Only enough to get you off the ground. After that, you're on your own. You don't have to worry about me. Your gills are so full of milky, nasty gunk that it has petrified and it's crumpling off into your black goo, which you keep leaving unattended because you're asleep. And to prevent a fire from happening, I have to drink your gunky black goo because it's the only thing that can stop a gill gunk fire from burning down the entire ship. Are you okay? Peachy, Jonas. Why aren't you sleeping in your off hours? I am. Look at me with your eyes that every day sink a little bit deeper into your crusty eye tubes and tell me again that you're sleeping in your off hours. It can't be that bad. I will requisition another mirror if I have to, and you know how well that went last time. I'm sleeping a little bit. It really doesn't seem like it. I thought I was doing better at hiding it. Why would you think that? Maybe because I'm tired? Why are you so tired, Jonas? Because I'm not sleeping as much as I should. Okay. Okay, we're getting somewhere now. I love these little therapy sessions I get cornered into. Next question. 
Why aren't you sleeping as much as you should? Honestly, I've been kind of getting into sports. The intramural sports program on this ship was decommissioned because the injury rate wasn't high enough to keep upper management entertained. They were almost tempted to make a decision in their boredom. The athletics wing of this ship has been used to store hundreds of thousands of menacing-looking barrels that are actually empty. How could you possibly be getting into sports? I've been reading about them. You've been indirectly forcing me to glug down Gilgung Black Goo because you've been reading about sports? Yeah, sort of. Great. Honestly, great. Thank you for coming clean and telling me everything. Honestly, everything, now that you've told me that, is fine. I was really worried about it for a little bit there, but we have pulled through to the other side, Jonas. Thank you. Really? No! Are you still worried about me? This is stupid. So we're done worrying about me? No. Like I said, I'm worried about everything right now. One of the categories of all these worries is you, and in that category, I have so many new worries, all of them less pressing, but they add up. I understand, but what if I tell you that they're good stories? I don't really see how that makes a difference. I've been getting them from the EBI folder. No. Yeah. Have you been sneaking EBI stories out of this office? No. Technically, no. Technically. Technically, no. How technically? Bethany, I just woke up. Can't can't this wait just a little bit? I haven't even had a cup of black goo. That's okay. Maybe even good. How did you technically not sneak stories out of the office? Well, technically. Uh Uh-huh. Now you keep talking. That's how this works. Technically, it's not stories. Just data, then. Uh, sure? That's not convincing. What would be convincing? The truth. The truth is actually better than what you think it is. Is it? I am so excited to hear this truth. Technically, it's only one story. One story? Yeah, it's not like there's a dozen missing from the folder. We've been behind? For weeks? Because of one story? It's a pretty good story. Go get that story and bring it back here. Oh, I don't need to do that. For the sake of your health, your job, and my health and my job... Not to mention the general cleanliness of this office at large. Go get that story, Jonas. I don't have to. I have it on me. Weird. Convenient, but weird. I don't go anywhere without it in case I'll have a little time to look at it again. Give it to me. Are you going to destroy it? Probably not. I'm just really frustrated and there's a lot going on in my life right now. I'm just going to hide it for both of our sakes. To keep us both out of trouble. I'm pretty sure I know all your hiding spots. Here you go. Jonas? Please don't destroy it. It's... I like this one a lot. I forgive you. Oh. Why? Because I've done this job for way too long, and I have never found anything as cool as the infinite blade dance.
Attention, all ship personnel. Benji, an intern-level member of the Regrown Organics Department, has been going to other departments to claim that they are responsible for the invention of wet powder. They are not. Dorothy, the Resources General of the Regrown Organics Department, would like us to remind you that they invented adding liquids to powders to create wet powders. If you see Benji, please report their location to any individual who is cleared by the Department of Disappearances. Any level of clearance will do. Happiness is productivity. A planet, the only one in its solar system, orbits a star at the edge of exploding into a supernova! A city, the only one on its planet spanning an entire hemisphere. The land has been crushed under massive space-scraping buildings and thick concrete mega-roads, which sometimes collapse into the strip-mined underground caverns. bridges and hyperdams. The lone star burns brighter through the smog layer every day, roasting the planet in its own death throes. And on the other side of the planet... One warrior. One sword. One job. Kill everyone! Star Shadow and the sword that ate a billion lives. It's so cool! Honestly, I can't believe I forgot about the story. This one, the infinite blade dance. The coolest story in the folder. I can't believe you forgot about the infinite blade dance. You're the one who found it. If I found this, I would never do anything again for the rest of my life. And I still might not. It has to be the pills. I finally miss one day of medication, and all of a sudden I'm remembering this. I think I deserve a little credit here. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you for finding this one again. Thanks for the trip down memory lane, Jonas. I needed it. Okay, no problem. But back to the task at hand. How does Star Shadow get so big when everyone else is so small? Because they eat all the fallen failures that have been broken by the sword. But how does that make them big? Nothing in the file explains how it makes Star Shadow big. I don't know. Nobody knows. When I first found the story, I brought it to one of my friends on the Department of Things larger than we expected science team. And they said, I don't know, dude, but that sounds so cool. And then the sword that ate a billion lives with Star Shadow forged from the space scraper that collapsed, killing their entire extended family and the entire community they were a part of. That's just, I'm sorry. That's so cool. Don't be sorry. You're right. It's awesome. 
It's unbelievable. This nameless nobody and a crater decorated with the memories of a neighborhood the rest of the world was already working to forget just started hammering at the collapsed building. With nothing to eat but the bodies of all of their loved ones and then hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of others, eventually all were strangers. Some Star Shadow recognized, most they didn't. And with every hammerfall forging the blade into shape, and with every body they consumed, Star Shadow grew bigger and bigger. Until finally, it was Star Shadow and this nameless sword towering over all these buildings in this massive city planet. They raised their patchwork blade high above their head and deep into space. They bring it down, pulling asteroids from the darkness of space itself and displacing the very moon from its orbit. Just like that, a single swing, half of the planet destroyed. Millions of lives instantly extinguished. Millions more thrown into space without a moment of warning. Even more that will perish in the days and weeks to come. Half the planet just goes dark instantly. That's how the sword earned its name. The sword that ate a billion lives. Can you imagine seeing that live? I can't believe I missed it. We would have missed it no matter what. When Star Shadow brought their sword down, that planet went from one we weren't allowed to incorporate to one we could. Before half that planet went dark, we couldn't even look at it. Ah, <sighs> well that was great, Jonas. But we've been talking about this for too long. We have things that are due soon. Come on, we need to get back to work. But what about the army the remaining people sent? Star Shadow smote all of them like it was nothing. It took a year to raise another one. Which Star Shadow smote again. And another year and another army. Smaller this time. <laughs> Even easier to smite. Another year. A few battalions. Smote. Another year and a few squads. Smoted even harder. Another year. Some volunteers. A food stand to celebrate the volunteers as they went off to face Star Shadow. Somehow the few volunteers lasted longer than the armies, except for the ones who tripped and smote themselves on their sword. Because it took Star Shadow longer to notice the rest of them. And then every year after that, half the world began to celebrate the handful of volunteers sent to face Star Shadow and the sword that ate a billion lives. Every year? All the volunteers died. And then there weren't any more volunteers. There were professionals. Trained from birth to be the hero that would take down Star Shadow. Trained to be one out of ten sent to the Scorched Lands every year to finally avenge the consumed and stop Star Shadow from dragging the sun down to the planet and ending all life forever. But the real fun is the festivals. The food. The parades. The dances. Celebrations of all kinds leading up to the infinite blade dance. And then the dancers march off to die to a sword so large it pulls meteors from the sky. To be killed by a being everyone believes will bring the apocalypse. All in a vain attempt to stop the infinite sword from reaching the final step in its dance. When I first found this story, 
I talked about it for days straight without stopping. And the thing is, people wanted to hear about it, hear every detail. They wanted to hear everything, so I just kept getting to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. That doesn't happen a lot for you, does it? People tell you things you want to hear, that's all. I wasn't actually on my prescription yet when I found this story. I used to be able to get a lot of work done and still go around. I don't know, I... I wasn't going around having fun. I certainly wasn't doing that. I don't know. People change. I just can't shake the feeling that... I used to play this game, where I would try and decide who on the ship would volunteer to be a dancer. I wouldn't. I don't volunteer for things. But I think it would be a better job than this one. The dancers all lived full lives. Some of them were even happy. At the end, they didn't even volunteer. They were chosen. Trained from birth for a singular purpose. And then look at us. Trained from birth to do... This? I guess? And we didn't even get very much of this done today. Don't worry about that. It's not like anyone is going to notice. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Doesn't matter. Then can we call it a day? It doesn't matter because I won't be able to leave this office till I get everything done. Otherwise, I won't be able to sleep, and I just ooze onto my sheets until I finally just have to get up and come back here in my off hours and finish everything, so either way, I end up here. I'd rather save the steps. I wish I could call it a day, but I don't want to end up with gunk in my gills. This can wait till tomorrow. It can. I can't. It's really not a big deal. This is just how it is. I just can't help but wonder what it would be like to have a job like the dancers. Bethany! The dancers were on the same basic cocktail of extremely experimental chemicals that our company eventually required for membership in the intramural sports league in an attempt to spice things up. That's different. Those are fun chemicals. I have to take boring cocktails to function like I was able to function just a few decades ago. They just make up for all my personal failings. I don't think that's true. I think this job sucks. Sure. Do you want to hang on to this one? I don't want to keep it from you. Just put it where it goes in the folder. You refound it. You put it back. No, I insist. You can put it back. Come on, Jonas. It's one of your favorites. You found it first. You should have the honor. You brought it back into my life. You can put it back. Yes, but... Plus, I have all these forms to make up. Okay, but... But what... I can't actually remember where in the folder it's supposed to go. What? I pulled it out weeks ago, so... Well, I put it in many, many cycles ago. Just, please, just put it back. You need to figure out how the organization system works. You put it back. Yeah, organization system. Sure. It's organized. You don't remember where it goes either. I don't. Okay, so let's just put it somewhere. No, I'll figure it out. Just put it on the bottom of my pile. Thank you. And I guess, give me the fun ones from the pile so we can both go home. Overtime is unpaid. That won't stop me from bothering you. Thanks, Jonas.
Ink is written, produced, and edited by Monty D. Montalegre and Alexander Wolfe. Hi, my name is Allison Levine, and I voice the character of Bethany. Hello, my name is Ravy O. Washington, and I voice the character of Jonas. Hello, my name's Ellis Macmillan, and I voice the Hi, my name is Joe Hansen, and in this episode, I created the Dance of the Blade episode motif. And I'm Leah Cardenas. I read the ship announcements as well as the credits. Find us online at inkthepodcast.buzzsprout.com for links to all our social media or connect with us directly at Ink the Podcast. That's at I-N-C the podcast. All lowercase, all one word, all the time. As a fledgling show attempting to lift off, we're not above asking you for a little help in spreading the word. Ratings and reviews on whatever platform you consume content on helps feed the algorithmic beasts that control all our lives from behind the shadows. And if you're far too unplugged from the system for that, word of mouth has always been a wonderfully organic way to build a community. And we'd be delighted to be the latest podcast you tell people to listen to, knowing full well that most of them never will. One must imagine Sisyphus happy after all. Inc. is a production of Wolf Mountain Workshop. Happiness is productivity. Productivity Productivity is happiness. happiness.